Hello, everybody. This is Gerald Salenti, and it's Wednesday, October 26, 2022. And again, we're very honored, privileged, and blessed to have with us a man of real culture, wisdom, uh, sanity, care, kindness, and knowledge of the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, and what freedom, peace, and justice is all about, Judge Andrew Napolitano. Judge, thanks for being here today. Oh, thank you. Thank you for your uh, generous uh, introduction, Gerald. It's always a pleasure to be with you. I always look forward to Wednesday mornings. As do I. As do I. Um, you know, so much is going on. And you, you wrote an article, we'll start with that, about um, Bush, Guantanamo, and the rule of law. And it's about these guys that were charged with 9-11, um, and the injustices done to them. And as I read the article, it was basically there is no justice and that all this happened because, again, you put it, you made it very clear. You said that, and to keep the Department of Justice out of these cases were all made by the legally ignorant, constitution-defying president George W. Bush, legally ignorant. Basically, because he authorized torture uh, and because he took the perpetrators of 9-11 away from the DOJ and put them in the military justice system, no one has been convicted in Guantanamo Bay. It's an easy number to remember, zero. No one has been convicted of any 9-11 crimes. And now the government doesn't want to try Khalid Sheikh Mohammed. So for 20 years, the government demonized him as the second person after Osama bin Laden uh, who orchestrated 9-11. And now they're afraid to prosecute him. Why are they afraid to prosecute him? Why are they having plea negotiations with him when they say their case is a slam dunk? Because they're worried about what he'll say on the witness stand, A, about the tortures that were perpetrated on him, B, about the injustices of American foreign policy going back to the Eisenhower administration where we kept invading the Middle East supposedly to bring democracy there. So in order to keep him from saying that stuff in the uh, courtroom, they don't want to try him anymore and they want to enter into plea negotiations with a person they told us was the second greatest uh, monster uh, in the modern era. It just shows what happens when a fool and an idiot like George W. Bush gets his hands on the concept of due process, he and his buddies in the Congress like Lindsey Graham will just wreck it. They say, send them to send them to Cuba. They'll have a fast, down and dirty uh, military trial. They'll be convicted and executed. The litigation has been going on for 12 years. And after the 12 years, they've thrown up their hands and said, we don't want to prosecute them. The American people need to know what Bush did to the rule of law. Oh, and what did it cost? 100 billion, with a B, dollars in 20 years to build, own, and operate Guantanamo Bay. No. 100 billion, with a B. It's oh mind-boggling, staggering. Oh, my God. So, you know, the buddies made all the money, the the the, the the, the people that built it and everything. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The people that built it and the private contractors that maintained it. 
made a fortune on all of this. I got in trouble at Fox once. I actually said it to a mutual friend of yours and mine, Ralph Nader, on his show. And I didn't think Roger Ailes would see it, but he saw it. I said that Bush and Cheney should be charged with war crimes. Of course, he went berserk on me, and then we kissed him made up. Bush and Cheney should be prosecuted for, for war crimes, for slaughtering innocents, for leading the American military into an unjust war, for doing what they were told by Phil Giraldi was not the truth. Phil Giraldi, great CIA uh, operative, told George Bush in the Oval Office, Saddam Hussein does not have weapons of mass destruction. Bush threw him out, announced that Saddam Hussein did have weapons of mass destruction and used that false pretense as a basis for killing about 850,000, 850,000, uh, innocent Iraqi uh, civilians. These are war crimes, and he and Cheney, Cheney should be prosecuted for them. And 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 Guantanamo Bay should be raised, and they should put salt in the earth where it was, so that nothing else can ever be there, like the Romans did to the Carthaginians. You know, two things, or a couple of things. Number one, that a clown boy like this in what they call America, democracy could do what he wants and authorize what he wants as the yeah. president is disgusting. Yes. Number two, what are we doing in Cuba? Hey, how about those Russians in Crimea? Why? How dare they? They were only there forever. What are we doing in Cuba? What, is, is, America, what is America doing in Cuba? The hypocrisy. It's, it's property that Teddy Roosevelt stole 120 years ago. We entered into a 99-year lease with the Cuban government, such as it was at the time. The lease is over, and we haven't left. Those so dirty they, Russians, those terrible Russians. How many did you say? I saw the numbers of over a million killed in Iraq. But let's go with your number. What was it 800 and something thousand? Yeah, that's the that's the Johns Hopkins study. Whatever it is, it's an astronomical number of innocents killed. Right. So, the, and now let's talk about how they level the place, destroyed it, ruined the lives and livelihoods of the entire nation. And now the media, day after day after day in America, covers the Ukraine war and what those terrible Russians are doing, but never did they do it when America destroyed Iraq, Afghanistan, Libya, Syria, and on and on and on. In this week's New York Times on Monday, the front page, they showed a guy doing push-ups on this thing with no oh. legs. Did you see that? A young, otherwise athletic, Good-looking young guy. I saw it. It was heartrending to see that photo. You got to look at it twice to make sure you're looking at it right. All of a sudden, you realize he's doing push-ups and he has no legs. Right. And then they, when you opened it up, they had two pages, full pages of guys that lost their arms and legs. And right. Yeah. How come the New York and and so now the average person sees that like we do and say, "Oh my God, this is terrible." Oh, those dirty Russians. How come the New York Times didn't cover day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year, the wounded 
of not only the Iraqis and the Afghans, but how about the American soldiers? They never did this. Right. I'm mentioning this because this is how the propaganda works. Most everybody that I know, that I talk to about what's going on in Russia, all they do is they say how disgusting and rotten Putin is without knowing any of the facts and not once mentioning how rotten and criminal Clinton, Obama, Bush, one after another, have killed all these millions of people during their terms in office accumulated, never a mention of that, only about how disgusting Russia is. So I'm saying to you, the propaganda is right in front of our eyes and how effectively it works. According to our friend and colleague, the great Phil Giraldi, who spent his career in the CIA until that incident where Bush threw him out of the Oval Office and then he, the next day he resigned, um, much of the media today has been seduced by so-called secrets and inside information they get from the CIA and from uh, MI6, the British version uh, of the CIA. But MI6 and the CIA are the perpetrators and the pipelines of all these falsehoods that go to American and European media who think they're getting scoops from inside the government. In reality, they're just getting the version of this that the government wants to be spoon-fed to the American people, and it bears little or no resemblance to the truth. No. And again, and the people swallow it, and they follow their leaders, just like how can you be so stupid to follow a little daddy's boy born on third base and thought he had a home run, George W. Bush? We're going to get that guy, Osama bin Laden, dead or alive. I'm not making that up. 88% right. of the people supported the Afghan war. 88% of the people. Correct. And, and Correct. talking about the war and the Ukraine war, to show the hypocrisy and the low-life pieces of scum crap that we call lawmakers, and we don't need another law, by the way, lawmakers, little people that have been sucking off the public tit their whole lives, politicians, the so-called progressives on Monday, it was big news. It was big news. They sent a letter to President Bush, to President Bush Biden, Greenberg Iceberg, what's the difference? They said they, <laughs> That's they, an old joke, Greenberg Iceberg, what's the difference? <laughs> you're right. I mean, they said they sent a letter to Biden saying that the United States should push Ukraine or talk to Ukraine for peace talks because the country is being destroyed. And that made the news. 24 hours later, these little cowards retracted what they wrote and said that they fully support America's support of Ukraine, militarily and economically. How can you do a, a flip like that unless you have absolutely no intellectual honesty and you made a political calculation that the first statement would win you votes and then you saw the backlash, and so you, you moved 180 degrees. So not only are these politicians criminals, not only are they cowards, they're stupid. Yep.
Fulton Sheen used to say, I'd rather deal with a smart devil than a stupid one. We're dealing with devils that are stupid on both sides of the aisle, whether it's George Bush or whether it's these hard left progressives that are tugging Joe Biden to the left and that it seemed to be controlling the uh, Democratic Party. It's terrible. Oh, they're, not, they're not progressive. They're regressive. Yeah, well, they they just like liberals took the word liberal from us, classical liberals, these people, thanks to Woodrow uh, Wilson, took the word progressive with an uppercase P. There's nothing progressive about nothing. them. They're nothing. not interested in progress. They're just interested in government control. That's it. Government control of human behavior. And they're cowards. They're gutless little cowards. You know what I say? Anybody that supports the Ukraine war, go over there, put on your military drag, go fight, send your money, send your wife, send yourself, send your kids, go over there or shut your mouth. You want to go fight? Go fight. They're a bunch of cowards. And it shows you the ignorance and the stupidity and how low this country has fallen. Yes. Ron Paul used to say every time he voted against foreign aid, hey, you want to give your money to a foreign country? Send them a check. Yep. Your money, do with it whatever you want. But I'm not going to take dollars from the taxpayer and give them to some uh, some dictator uh, in Eastern Europe. Of course, he always lost that argument as rational as it was. You're making the same argument and we'll lose that argument because the government always wins as rational as our argument is. Yeah, the, well, the government, government lost one yesterday. Uh, you and I talked about it uh, before we uh, went on air uh, involving vaccines um, in New York City. The mayor of New York fired police, fire, sanitation, and EMS workers. The, the core functions of the city, police, fire, emergency services, and garbage. Without those four, the city's a rat hole fired those people who wouldn't take the vaccine. Yesterday, a courageous New York State Supreme Court justice ruled the vaccine does not prevent the transmission of the disease. It does not prevent you from getting it. It's an experimental chemical. It's not about safety. It's not about health. It's about control. Mayor says you should be ashamed of yourself as an ex-cop for what you did to your fellow cops. Hire them all back and give them their back pay. And of course, the city's appealing it to an appellate court and the city will probably win. But this opinion this judge wrote yesterday could have been written by Gerald Salenti or Andrew Napolitano. It was so right on the mark about human freedom and the value of work and how the government has no business interfering with hard work that we taxpayers pay the government to perform for us. Again, you know, talking about what he what he said, and that also that clown boy playing mayor, what a bunch of disgusting freaks that are running us. Look at the little jerk before him, the arrogant little de Blasio, Warren Wilhelm Jr., who changed his name. Look at the moron, ignorant fools, one after another, that are the, quote, politicians running our lives. That clown, arrogant boy playing mayor in New York, you know, were, were, they didn't have to get vaccinated. Celebrities. Right. Right. Athletes, athletes, artists, artists, Broadway performers. 
And the judge made a big deal out about that. How serious can you be about public health if you're exempting the elite, you know, the people that are all making seven and eight figures a year, you're exempting them and, and punishing the blue collar people that are picking up garbage, that are fighting the creeps, that are putting out fires, that are saving lives in the back seat of, of uh, ambulances. These are the people you're punishing. Reprehensible yeah. what the politicians have done. It takes a courageous judge to call them out. And I have to tell you that my view, unfortunately, is that he'll be reversed because the appellate courts have ruled in similar cases against him. But what he said needed to be said. And as we speak, he's an American hero in New York City. Again, how can they appeal this when you, we just made the point? Oh, it's it's okay for celebrities and 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 uh, baseball players and, and and people that sing and dance not to get a uh, vaccination. I mean, how could they, how could they how can they appeal something like that and win? Well, that issue has never been appealed. The fact that he took a class of people, in this case, elites, and removed them from his, uh, his order. But the issue of whether or not he and the health department have the power to issue and enforce the order has been appealed, and they've won. Maybe this, this failure to treat people equally by punishing some and not punishing others will resonate with uh, appellate uh, judges. I don't know. Well, again, um, thinking about that, you know, let's, of course, treating people equally, it's not going to happen. <laughs> so they'll probably lose. And yeah, by the way, our uh, uh, CDC director, uh, what's her name? Rochelle Walensky. Oh, totally jabbed, maxed out on the shots. She got COVID. Right. I mean, and again, as the judge said, no, it doesn't stop transmission Again, the whole thing, remember we had a 96% efficacy rate when yes. they sold it to the people. And now you got Biden. He got COVID, what, twice? And he's yes. fully vaxxed, fully boosted. He's bragging again. He's getting another shot and telling people to get it. We are living in deranged times in front of our eyes. Yes. Yes. And Alex Jones can lose uh, his freedom of speech because a judge says your opinions are non-opinions. I mean, we really live in dangerous times. And uh, I'm not patting you or me on the shoulder, but we have to keep discussing with your audience and mine what we've been discussing because the public needs to know just how bad and how dangerous things are. Uh, two days ago, General... Petraeus said, it's time for American troops leading a coalition of the willing on the ground in Ukraine. Now, he didn't say NATO because he knows that the foreign ministers of NATO would never go along with that. He said coalition of the willing, which is a George W. Bush phrase for the invasion of Iraq. Question, would Petraeus have ever said that without running it up the flagpole to see what the Biden administration thinks of it? Of course not. It was a trial balloon from the Biden administration out of the mouth of a supposedly conservative Republican um, general. Uh, so things are, are bad, Gerald, but they're going to get worse. We, we are probably already in World War III. We yeah. probably have hundreds of troops there. They're not in uniform, which is, uh, exposes them to summary execution legally under the Geneva Conventions. Uh, but that's where we're going. It's very, very bad. Yep. And I wouldn't call... 
portray as a conservative Republican. I call him betrayed us. An arrogant guy who pushed for the troop surge in Afghanistan under Obama. An arrogant guy, a loser, a loser. By their deeds you shall know them. He's not betrayed, betray us, he's betrayed us. He is not an American. Not my America. A warmongering freak. Mind your own damn business. Oh, and Petraeus, go fight on the front line rather than behind and being guarded by all your guys. I'm sick of these clowns. Like that guy, Miley. The, look at that guy. Look at the other guy, Mad Dog Mattis. Look at the freaks, these generals. Look at the guy that's play our secretary of defense, Lloyd Austin. Where did he come from? Oh, the board of directors of Raytheon, the second largest defense contractor. They've all betrayed us. Well, they are that's... not Americans. They are warmongering freaks, and I've had enough of them. And I'll say it to their face. Actually, I can't wait to see you say it to their faces. I hope such a confrontation happens. I would write a you little freak. I, How I hope, dare you? How I dare hope. you betray our founding fathers like George Washington, a real general that fought? Hey, cross the Delaware? No, he didn't take a ferry. No, and fought in his farewell address, telling the American people not to get involved in foreign entanglements. And you dishonor him? And you call yourself a general? You're a general piece of crap. Well, like I, I started to say, I can't wait to see you say that, and I hope I'm there when you do. This is Ugh. disgusting. The people better stand up. Because you said really? it, and I've said it. World yeah. War III has begun. And now they're putting up these trial balloons. Oh, oh, Business Insider ran a duck and cover thing on what to do if a nuclear bomb goes off. So that with they're, they're they're making this to the public now, and they keep putting it out there, putting it out there, putting it out there. Just like I said, what the New York Times is doing, showing the hate, showing the hate, showing the hate. So when it happens, the people say, "Oh yeah, we knew this was going to happen." What right, right, right. All right, Judge. Thanks so much. All See right, you next I mean, week. You know we do this every week. There's always plenty to talk about to warn the American people about. And I'm happy to be a part of your warnings. Thanks, Gerald. And thank you.